Welcome to Disney Honor Roll. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Sharon. We are two teachers who love our families, our students, and everything Disney. When we're not at school or taking care of our own children, we're dreaming of our next Disney vacation. What aspects of Disney will make our honor roll and which won't make the grade? You'll have to listen to find out. Class starts now. Welcome to episode 15 of Disney Honor Roll. Original release date, March 31st, 2021. Today, we will be grading It's a Small World, but first, it's time for our morning announcements. To all our teacher friends out there, it is spring break season. Some of you may have already had spring break, and others may be on spring break right now, like me, and still others may be having spring break next week, like Chrissy. Yes, and we just hope that you all have had or will have an enjoyable, relaxing week with your families without having to worry about grading or lesson plans or remote or hybrid teaching. Just enjoy it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Getting away from all of it, whether that is just staying home and relaxing or like me, at the time of recording this, I am currently in Disney World. Oh, I'm so jealous. Oh, my gosh. So the past, I've calculated it, the past two years and three months have been the longest stretch of my life without being in Disney. And I am just so unbelievably happy to be here right now. I I mean, I'm, I'm going to admit this to you and to everybody else out there. <laughs> I actually cried when we drove through the gates. <laughs> I got all teary-eyed. I was so happy. Um, and while I'm here, I'm just, I'm trying some new thing, new to me things. And some new things in general that have opened recently so that I can report when we grade on them in the future. I am so happy for you that you're there. I wish I was with you. Oh, I wish you were here. If we had the same week of spring break, you know, I would be there with you. Oh, <laughs> yes. My uh, my district is virtual the week after. So with when I'm leaving and coming back, I can, I can quarantine for the allotted time and still be okay to go back to work. Great. Unfortunately, yeah. my husband doesn't have the time to quarantine so he can't be here with us but the kids and I escaped with my parents for a bit (laughs) so awesome and I I hope you have the most amazing time thank you you already are and I'm just so excited (sighs) so great you deserve it well thank you I wish you were here well I will be there soon enough well not soon enough but soon (laughs) hopefully 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 it goes by quickly (laughs) I hope so too so Morning announcements time. This week, Disney made some big waves in announcing their hopes for the future of Disneyland. Yes, their announcement about what they have called Disneyland Forward has been getting a lot of buzz in the media this week. Disney is looking to expand Disneyland without expanding its footprint in Anaheim. This is really interesting, guys. Mm-hmm. In the 1990s, Disney signed an agreement with the city of Anaheim that restricted how their property could be used with specific areas for theme parks, hotels, or parking. Yes, and now Disney wants to erase those specific areas for a more integrated experience. There aren't really any specific plans yet, but it seems like they're just trying to get the ball rolling with the city so they could get this process going. I mean, I think that's really smart of them because if, I mean, I don't know what the plans actually looked like that they signed in the 90s, but I can imagine that they would pretty be pretty segregated with hotels over here and theme park over here. Yes. Just that and the other thing. But knowing Disney, they just want everybody amongst all the action, not further away and keeping them in their own action. So they're not 
so that they're less likely to go other places. Yes, and it seems like with the new Star Wars hotel that they're placing in Walt Disney World, that is going to be an immersive experience where you'll really have like a side access into the park. So maybe they're going to be having something like that where the hotels will kind of go directly to the park and you won't even need to go through the gate. No, that's that. how the, um, the Grand Californian is out there already. So hopefully they'll have more like that. Yeah, I've never been to Disneyland, so I really don't have any idea other than what I've just been reading. Mm -hmm. But if they can get more entertainment, more attractions, more stuff to do, then why not? Go for it. And I haven't been in recent years. So once things get back to more of a normal circumstance, definitely have to get back out there. Yes, my goal is to take my son when he's 10 and he will be three. So I think that's plenty of time. Mm. I want to do that and then go out to Alani. So yes. Oh, my gosh. Alani been there need to do it again (laughs) so big trip i have seven years to save for it and by then he'll be old enough to remember it so that's that's exactly our thoughts that we when we were in alani it was just us no kids and we decided that five years from then we would do a cruise and that is this summer so hopefully that actually happens Mm -hmm. and then we said five years after that we would get ourselves back to alani so We're saving. We're making it happen. You have to. (laughs) Now, let's do a little bit of this day in Disney history. So the day that you're hearing this, March 31st, but back in 2019, is the day that Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy opened in Hollywood Studios. And this is funny to me because I was last at Disney before this, and I couldn't get a reservation for Hollywood Studios for this week because this was such a last-minute trip. So (laughs) still have not gone on that one yet. Me neither. And I was there in December of 2019 and I just kind of passed over it like, eh. And now I feel like I should have done it because now my son loves cars. So I regret not doing it. But next time. Yes, next time for sure. On April 1st, 2015, this is not an April Fool's joke. <laughs> I was thinking that too. The Polynesian Villas and Bungalows opened, expanding the Disney Vacation Club portfolio. I stayed at the Polynesian when I was in eighth grade and it was my favorite. So definitely on my list of places to go back. I would love to go to the DVC side of things and see see how that is. And the bungalows, oh my gosh. Oh, oh my goodness. I would love to stay there someday. Well, when we hit the lottery, let's go. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> let's get it done. Mm-hmm. So April 2nd, 2007, the Monsters, Inc. last floor opens in Tomorrowland. I love this one. It's so cute. I do, too. I love it. And we went with my nephews and my sister and brother-in-law, and my brother-in-law was that guy. Ah! It was so great. And he, so awesome. he's such a fun person. I know he's listening, Matt. And it was just so much fun because he just goes along with the flow. And he just, <laughs> oh, he got his little sticker that says, I was that guy. So... <laughs> Good job, Matt. <laughs> Hello, humans. <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right, let's move on to our progress reports. And this is an exciting one. Disney Cruise Line has announced that there will be limited sailings this summer in the UK. The Disney Staycations at Sea will be two, three, and four night cruises departing from London, Tilbury, Newcastle, Liverpool, and Southampton aboard the Disney Magic. So exciting. These cruises will not stop at any ports, but instead feature the typical entertainment that would be offered on Days at Sea on a normal cruise. This will be a great opportunity for Disney Cruise Line to test their COVID protocols, including social distancing, embarkation requirements, and how things will work on the ship. 
Not much more information has been released, but it's exciting to see that cruises are starting to come back. I know. It's so great. Now, only if the CDC would allow this kind of stuff in the U.S. because I would be there 100%. I would be in. I know. And we have a port. We have a port not too far from us. So we could just drive up, go on a few days. I would totally do it. I would do it as well. And I think the days at sea are the best part of cruise lines. I've never been on Disney Cruise Line, but I can imagine how amazing they would be. So yes. Oh my goodness. For sure. I am still holding out hope that this cruise goes this August, but um, I know it's a little bit of false hope at this point. Well, that's all right. Just pay for it in full. So you get your 125%. cruise. I did. Last week I paid it all off. Great. You get your cruise credit then. Yes. If if they're still offering it, I'll get my 125% credit. I'm sure they will still be offering it because they want to keep that money. I hope so. So moving on from my cruise dreams here. (laughs) Last week, we mentioned Earth Month at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So let's take a look at some more unique offerings that they'll have during this time, which I may or may not be able to go to. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So guests can hunt for an Earth Day 2021 limited edition Tefiti Moana trading pin. This sounds so amazing to me. We are just getting into pin trading and we love Moana in our house. So I would absolutely love to get my hands on one of those pins, but I know they're going to be going for a big money when they go back onto the resale market. Have you seen pictures of them? I haven't. I haven't either. I'm wondering if it's Tafiti herself or if it's the heart of Tafiti. Mm, either one. pretty cool to have the heart. Yeah. I would like that. Guests can also contribute to the Disney Conservation Fund by purchasing a special stuffed animal, grab island mercantile eco-friendly water bottles, tumblers, and reusable bags that promote sustainability. So nice. I know. Guests can also learn how to draw characters, including Dumbo, Turk, Squirt, Shere Khan, Simba, and Scar. That would be a lot of fun. I remember doing one of those classes at Hollywood Studios ages ago. I don't know why they got rid of that. I know. That thing was so fun in Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. I would love for them to bring that back. There was actually somebody, when I was there once, I was there with some of our friends from college, And the instructor had gone to the same college that we did. Oh, my goodness. Small world. Yeah, very small world. So it was pretty cool. But, oh, gosh, I love that thing. I know. And it was just a nice escape from the heat, but so cool. You got to kind of feel exactly what it would be like to be an animator at Disney. Mm -hmm. Bring that back, guys. Bring that back. (laughs) But anyway, back at Animal Kingdom, you can enjoy special Earth Day treats, including a selection of limited-time specialty cupcakes. Mm. Yum. This was at the Restaurantosaurus Lounge. I can always go for a good cupcake. And I could always go to someplace called Restaurantosaurus. I mean, how cool. That sounds so cool. (laughs) And now, guys, it's time for our report card. We actually pre-recorded this section before my trip so that we were sure it would be the best quality for you. So we're going to work our editing magic (laughs) or, well, Chrissy's going to work the editing magic and uh, (laughs) splice that in for you guys. What can I say except you're welcome? (laughs) And just a quick little aside here. My mom was wearing a small world shirt on the way down here. And I thought that that was really cool since I knew what we would be grading this week. I know. What a funny coincidence. You know, those shirts that say like, I conquered the Tower of Terror or I survived the Tower of Terror. Yeah. My mom's shirt said, I conquered a small world. It's a small world. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that was really awesome. (laughs) You know, some people probably would rather die than go through It's a Small World, but (laughs) not us. 
<laughs> not us. <laughs> You'll hear all about that now. So this week, as we said before, we are grading It's a Small World. The ride was created by WED Enterprises, which if you don't remember, WED stood for Walter Elias Disney. It was created at the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank as Children of the World, then shipped to the 1964 World's Fair, which was the same World's Fair as the Carousel of Progress, which we previously graded. It would have been so cool to just be able to experience the World's Fair that year. Mm, I know. Wouldn't it be cool? Or really any World's Fair. They don't really do that anymore. I think we need a time machine. (laughs) Imagineer Mary Blair was responsible for the attraction's whimsical design and color styling. Scenes and characters were designed by Mark Davis, while his wife, Alice Davis, designed the costumes for the dolls. I love that husband-wife duo. Mm -hmm. I can just imagine her sitting there and sewing all the little costumes i know (laughs) just so sweet they actually showed a lot of that on oh gosh which disney plus show was that the imagineering story yes the imagineering story so you guys can check that out children of the world like we said was the working title of the attraction its tentative soundtrack had the national anthems of each country represented throughout the ride all playing at once which definitely clashed as the ride progressed Oh my gosh, I can't imagine being in an enclosed room with all of that music playing at once. Yeah. I mean, I think as you went from room to room, it changed. But even just the transition from room mm. to room, like, oh, oh, thank you. Yep. So Walt said to the iconic Sherman Brothers, I need one song that can be easily translated into many languages and be played as a round. The Sherman Brothers then wrote, It's a Small World, after all in the wake of the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962, which influenced the song's message of peace and brotherhood. I did not know. I guess I knew it was written then, but I just didn't connect the two Mm -hmm. events. So that's pretty cool. It was originally composed as a slow ballad, but Walt requested something more cheerful. So they sped up the tempo and sang in counterpoint to show how it can be easily translated. Walt obviously loved it, and the attraction was renamed It's a Small World after the Sherman Brothers song. And if you think about how many times people say, oh, it's a small world, mm-hmm. just in conversations, did that come first or did the song come first? Chicken or egg, man. <laughs> <laughs> After the World's Fair, the ride moved to Disneyland in 1966. Disney built a small world ride with small modifications in the Magic Kingdom Park, also at Walt Disney World. It opened on opening day on October 1st, 1971. In 2014, it was estimated that the song had been played nearly 50 million times worldwide on the attractions alone, beating out the radio and TV estimates for the previous record holders, You've Lost That Love and Feeling and Yesterday. A third verse celebrating the attraction's 50th anniversary was written and popularized, but not incorporated into the ride. I've never heard the third verse. I never have either. We'll have to listen to it. I don't remember it. We will have to listen to it. We'll be looking that up after this. <laughs> Alrighty, so our queue is partially outdoors and partially indoors. When you enter the indoor queue, it is a nice wide open space where you can see the iconic It's a Small World facade in bright white gold and silver. It's just so pretty. It is. The buildings in the facade represent different architecture styles from around the world. Yeah, you can see the Eiffel Tower and just little hints of other buildings. It's so cool. Big Ben? Yep. The clock? (laughs) The clock? It's a clock? I didn't know that. clock. (laughs) I was just telling Chrissy before we recorded that I saw somebody post in a group, 
asking what the numbers represented. <laughs> and so many re- replies to it were, it's a clock. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Like, yes, it is definitely a clock. It even like chimes on the hour. <laughs> Anyway, in the queue, you can also see the boat loading area as you wind around the queue, which I feel like isn't very common in Disney rides. Usually you wind around and then you all of a sudden get to where you need to load your vehicle. But you can really see the loading area throughout most of the queue when you're inside. Yeah, you're right about that. I guess they've they've changed it since the 1960s. (laughs) The ride time is between 12 and 15 minutes because it is a boat ride through. And the average wait is about 22 minutes. I've never had to wait that long. I feel like I always go and walk right on. It is a pretty quick moving line, even Mm -hmm. when you do have to wait, which is nice. All right, so let's travel through this ride together. After you board the boat, you travel under a bridge, and there's always a cast member that's in the bridge, and they always wave to you. It's so fun. It is so fun. After you wave to the cast member, there are people to wave to sitting in the Pinocchio Village House restaurant, the quick service restaurant up there, because it's all glass that overlooks the loading area of Small World. So it's really fun to wave to everybody up there. That is so fun. I've never done that before, but it's on my bucket list. Just before the pandemic, they made signs that the people in the window could hold up for the people down in the boats to read. Oh, cute. Just a cute little touch there. (laughs) But anyway, back to Small World. As you travel throughout the ride, you hear the classic, it's a small world after all. And you see characters from countries all over the world dressed in traditional clothing. And the characters are participating in different activities that are symbolic of the region that they're from. You start the ride in Europe and you can see the London Bridge with the palace guards, can-can dancers, leprechauns and a pot of gold, Dutch windmills, Spanish flamingo dancers, yodelers, and the Leaning Tower of Pisa. You then enter Asia, and you can find Russian children dancing, Middle Eastern dancers, the Great Wall of China, flying carpets, and the Taj Mahal, and so much more. Next up is Africa, where you can see tambourine dancers, many different animals, and singers. You then travel to South America, where you find many Hispanic dancers and performers, and an awesome rainforest. Then you move to the South Pacific, which is my favorite area. You have the fun hula dancers, the surfers, and there's a few xylophone players, which I played the xylophone in the high school marching band. Look at so you. I always love that. That's so cool. <laughs> and don't forget about Australia. That's there, too. There's a kangaroo, a boomerang, some koalas. So that's a fun little area, too. Now, for the grand finale. All nationalities of the world are joined together in a white room so just plain no coloring that symbolizes any specific nation each animatronic now has their native traditional outfits but they're now all in white they are living in harmony such a cool place to see because you can just go a hundred times and not see all the characters and you can just spot something new every time and just be like oh there's the guy from india oh there's the guy from Italy, and you just, Mm -hmm. it's so cool. Or even that really cool sun that's up there Mm -hmm. on the wall. I love looking at that. so pretty. Oh, I thought it was the clock. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong part. (laughs) As you travel to the exit, then, you see the words goodbye in many different languages, and they even added a little personal goodbye that you can spot using the Magic Band technology. They add your name to the signs. Isn't that so cool? It is. 
It just reads your magic band. And it's not every single person in the boat, but it'll pick a few magic bands. And I mm-hmm. think that's pretty cool. It is. It's crazy to think about because you don't scan the band when you get on the ride. So, But same thing with how the PhotoPass pictures, the ride mm-hmm. pictures just wind up on your PhotoPass. Big brother. <laughs> Disney magic. That's what we'll say. Yep. <laughs> so, Chrissy, what would you change about this ride? Well, I love It's a Small World, and I really wouldn't change much, but I do know in Disneyland for the holidays, they get an overlay. All of the characters get new costumes for the holidays, and I would love to see that in Walt Disney World. That's really cool. And I know they do that for some other rides in Mm -hmm. Disney World, but I would love to see that for Small World. It would be so fun to see. (laughs) Now, as far as nostalgia is concerned... I mean, obviously, I've been going on this ride since before I can remember. Mm-hmm. And too. I always loved throwing pennies into the water. Did you mm-hmm. ever do that when you were on the ride or waiting in the line? Not this ride specifically, but many a fountain over my lifetime. Yes. <laughs> yes. But if you go on the ride, you'll see lots and lots and lots of coins on the bottom all throughout the ride, all in the water. So you make a wish, you throw it into the water, and actually all coins, when they they are cleaned out. They're donated to a nonprofit each year. That's so nice. I think that's pretty cool. Now, personally, this was my grandmom's favorite ride. So we absolutely always hit it. And now that she's passed away, we always ride it in her memory. And we think about her as we go on. And it's just so fun. Oh, so sweet. The first few times I took my kids on it, my one son was actually asleep. <laughs> time. He wouldn't be asleep before the ride. And then he would just conk out so it is very calming it is it is and you're finally out of the heat mm-hmm. so it's it's one of those relaxing moments so we joked that his fourth time riding it was his first time actually experiencing it <laughs> i have a picture of my son's first time riding and he has the most excited face and it's a shame the picture is a little blurry because i guess i just took it in mid-movement but he's just so shocked and in awe it's so cool Oh, that's so sweet. Right, let's head over to our rubric for this ride. You can find our rubric and follow along on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Honor Roll. Starting with our queue theming, we gave this a two. The queue does have some good theming, especially with that facade that they have there, but you can see most of the line ahead of you. For queue comfort, we also gave this ride a two. While most of it is indoors, some of it is outdoors. Wait time versus ride length, this ride earned a three. The average wait time is less than three times the length of the ride. For cast member setup, this ride only scores a one. They are in their It's a Small World costumes, but there really isn't much acting or ethnic association. And I feel like they really could incorporate that extremely well into this ride. Oh, of course, this ride of all rides. You do get that nice wave, but... It's not enough for a two or a three. Well, maybe that's something they can change in the future. Mm-hmm. Ride comfort, we gave this a three because you can sit with your whole family. And they're not going to put somebody else in the same row as you. That would be weird, especially now. <laughs> <laughs> for ride maintenance and technology, this also gets a three. It is well-maintained. It's rarely down and... Even though it is classic technology, it is up to date with the new addition of the little magic at the end that says goodbye to you personally. Definitely. For theming, we gave this a three. We feel that it's very well done. 
And for ride extras, this score is a two. There are some little extras and hidden Mickeys to anticipate, but for the most part, the ride has been the same since the beginning of time. So yes, <laughs> if you've been on it as many times as Sharon has, and maybe me, it doesn't really change much. So a two, it scores. It doesn't, but we still love you, Small World. Absolutely. That brings Small World's grand total to 19 points, which is a B. Well done. Mm-hmm. It's a Small World joins our leaderboard with a lot of Bs. We have a ton of Bs on here. We Carousel do. of Progress, Seven Dwarves Mine Train, Test Track, Expedition Everest, and Dumbo. That is a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All righty. Now for our quote of the day. Should we sing it or should we say it? <laughs> If you want to sing it, you can sing it, but I'm not singing it because then we'll lose all of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will spare them my voice as well. So let's just say our quote of the day said, not saying, although you will still get it stuck in your head for the rest of the day, everybody. <laughs> it's a world of laughter, a world of tears. It's a world of hopes and a world of fears. There's so much that we share that it's time we're aware. It's a small world after all. I just got chills. It's so sweet. Such meaning when you say it. Good job, Sherman Brothers. Yes, well done, Sherman Brothers. Thank you again for listening this week. We would be honored if you share our podcast with someone in your life that loves Disney as much as you do. We appreciate talking to you and hearing from you and listening and reading your reviews and feedback. Please head over to Instagram and follow us at Disney on a roll. You can also find us on Facebook. You can reach out to us there. You can reach out to us through email, disneyonroll at gmail.com. We really love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Class dismissed. See, See you real soon. soon.